Cross up ready on the building. Got big punch in the house. Steph Swig in the building. We on the air like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game mode. Lord, we on the air to let them know. We got our own station now. Talking about the way the world is now. On the air like here we go. Conversations about the high low. It's big push and steps with two bold brothers kicking down your dough. Engage listeners on topic discussions to bring questions. We got real issues that need solutions. We got so many people that need deliverance from ISO to the church doors. Ain't no more keeping our eyes closed. All these elephants in the room. It's time to take time out with the broom. Instead of sweeping all these issues up under the rug, it's time we unify and penetrate with God's love. From spiritual to political, from astrology to science, from theologian to the Vatican. Let's believe in things that's happening. This ain't your average, ordinary radio show. Worldwide, blessed by the God who makes the sun glow. A show that promises to engage listeners in objective conversations and share scriptural truths that transcends one's emotions personal opinions and preferences as a means to provide practical solutions and answers to real issues that affect real people by discussing a variety of diverse topics and provide thought-provoking answers to questions that we thought we knew the answers to. I just want to talk about stuff people don't want to talk about nowadays. I want to address the elephants in the room. I want to be thought-provoking, open-minded. We on the air like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game mode. Lord, we on the air to let them know. Let them know. We got our Talking about the way the world is now On the air like here we go It ain't the same no more People changing up their game Oh Lord we on the air to let them know We got our own station now Talking about the way the world is now Welcome back to Crosstalk This your man Steph Swig This your boy Big Pudge We got a very special guest on the studio today Pudge would you like to introduce the studio Yes, I would. I have for you here a wonderful, wonderful woman that I have been knowing for 10 years now. Her name is Ashley Fox, a.k.a. Fox Cam, better known as Foxy. <laughs> let's give it up for her. Let's give it up for her. Let's give it up for her. <laughs> I want to see if y'all don't like it, please invite me. So, get that out the way. And I just want to say, I don't care how you feel about it. <laughs> On you, let people know who you are. Basically, we want them to know Ashley's a white girl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We want to present (laughs) diversity on the show today. We didn't want to talk about race with you two black guys, so we want different perspectives on the show. That's right. So I brought brought my white girlfriend in. Can can we say white today, or are we saying Caucasian? Are we doing a PC thing? Which which one should we do? Um, White Caucasian, white one? Which one should we say? I love that movie, though. It's white hilarious. chick. Did she go to yeah, the movie? Yeah. You're the first white person I've seen that like that movie. I love the movie. It's so funny. <laughs> I just watched it like a few days ago. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, we'll, we'll stick with, with white and black. I'm good with that. Okay. White, and black. white and black. All right. All right. You guys are good. I'm, I'm a black guy. I'm a black, black guy. guy. White girl. All right. Here we go. So, Pud, you want to start off? Because this, this is something you really was on your heart heavy to talk about. Oh. Uh, you, know, you know what? I'm sorry. I know what. Let, let everybody, they know who we, they know who Pudge is, they know who Steph Swig is. There you go. Let's find a little bit about Ashley. Ashley, where are you from? Yes, uh, I'm originally from Washington State. What part of Washington are you from? 
Um, it's Spokane, Washington. It's Eastern Washington. Okay. It does not always rain there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good fact. That's um, a good fun gotcha. fact. Contrary to popular belief. I've yeah. actually been to Washington a few times. I actually seen rain once. Yeah. So it's not it's not yeah, like it's... this. And I actually went to Seattle, and it, it only rained one time. Yeah, yeah. Seattle has a bad rep, but I'm on the other side of the state, from the other gotcha. side of the state. But I've okay. been down here um, in Atlanta 12 years now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did you grow up around black people? <laughs> Straight to it. Bam. Bam. Straight Get right to, to it. it. I know. Um, okay, did I grow up? I want them people? to understand who Ashley Fox is. Right. And I want that's I just want that information. <clears throat> so honestly, for the most part, no. However, um, like in my neighborhood it was not very many black people at all i'm trying to think and i don't well, like i don't think there were <laughs> i did i know no it was pretty it's pretty the opposite of georgia um, yeah. if that makes sense yeah, like it was it. more we salt little pepper up there down here it's pepper little salt but um but no so i i never really had any friends of my own growing up because i was the youngest and everybody in the neighborhood was older mm-hmm. um until third grade um i became friends with this girl who this family that did move in nearby and um she was biracial so close. um so they were my what do you mean close like, you didn't get quite black you just got you ah. got a little mixture they, they, you're fading into yes okay. I, was, I was fading in so no so um so she actually became my best friend and then later on we had another girl kind of join the group who was also also biracial so like when i was young those were who my friends were gotcha. um yeah for the most part right, let me ask you this then um was there a big difference? I know, and I know you said there's a difference in color. Was there big? Was there a cultural shock for you when you came to Atlanta from Spokane, Washington? Yeah. So I've been asked that question before, but honestly, for me, it was not that hard to adapt at all. And I guess it maybe could be from my exposure in Washington, mm-hmm. but like for me, it was not. That was my biggest observation was how oh down here there's a lot of black people and there's a few white people you know like at least the places that i was used to going so um so no for me it really wasn't but i could think about maybe other people in my family and how it could possibly be have been challenging for them i got you know it wasn't cool but you got any questions no no i'm enjoying this (laughs) oh cool i got more questions i got a whole bunch of questions i got a whole psych this is an interview I'm messing with you, messing. but I do have some questions. I do have another question. He said psych, right? Yeah, that's right. So, um, we talk about racism, of course, on the show. So I have to ask you this: Have you experienced any racism as a white person? Because you always hear about black people talking about that's racism true. all the time, how that's they experience, how they've been discriminated yeah. against. Have you? So, um, okay, so I talked about my two best friends prior. <clears throat> I'm no longer like you know; those are my childhood best friends. I now I have another best friend who's just she's not mixed; she's fully. Black. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've been friends 21 years. Um, and so, anyway, there was, like, I can't say, I, I can only think of twice. And one time, honestly, it was, I brought I brought her up because we had, um, I went to, uh, like, a, op, um, a op, um, somebody got a new house. A, a housewarming party of somebody that she worked with. And, um, so it wasn't anybody, I like, I knew him, but I didn't know anybody else that he knew. Anyway, I went there and that was here in Georgia. And honestly, um, I felt like I was the only white person, Mm -hmm. but I was around people who clearly 
were not comfortable with white people. Wow. And it and I could just tell based on it was like, what is she doing here? And it was so funny because it's like, I know this music more than that person knows this music. You know what I mean? Like, I know what's going on more than that person knows what's going on, but I felt like I was just not wanted there. Like, I totally felt that. Nobody did anything or said anything, but I could just mm-hmm. feel it. Like, on it. I got yeah. You. Yeah, yeah, man. And so, or just the unfriendliness of people yeah. or people not even trying to be friendly at all. Right. So, so, I mean, I would say that that was like one example. The other example is when I was in Washington, at one point I was working as a, um, this is kind of a reverse example. I was working as a, at a answering service mm-hmm. and um, so no, you know like answering phones for offices after hours and stuff and honestly the way that I talk <clears throat> um, I have been talking this way for as long as I can remember and honestly it doesn't fit in like anywhere like when I'm home in Washington people think I'm from the south and when I'm in the south people think I'm from the northeast Wow. and so anyway I was talking on the phone to this one guy, and the way that he was talking back to me, like, I felt like he thought I was black. The way that he was responding to me and talking back to me. Do you know what I mean? Was he a black guy? Do you know what I mean? No, he was definitely a white guy. So, no, can you give us an example? Well, I mean, he definitely sounded like a white guy, and I can't even remember... Can you give us an example? I mean, because you're saying it sounded like he... He thought she was black by yeah. the way he was talking to you. Can you explain that? That's interesting. I remember how I felt more than I remember it, because this was, like, over 10 years. This was, like... Mm-hmm probably 15 years ago. Um, and I can't remember exactly what he said, but I remember that what he said, I was like, wait a minute. Like, it, may, it had me thinking, yeah. like, why is he Why is he, he talking to me like this? Like yeah, like, why Why is he responding like this? And then it had me thinking, like, he, 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 he just he might, he he just th- might th- think I'm black. Was he calling you bro or sis? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't that. That would be more of a friendly yeah. kind of thing. Oh, wow. No, this was more on the rude side. Oh, no, wow. no, no, no. This was more on the rude. Like, uh-huh. he was being sarcastic like I can't remember but it was a, a negative feeling yeah, associated with it yeah so um but as far as me personally as far as being a white white person I was gonna say white girl <laughs> but you know white um that is that 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 experience at that party was really probably the only one that I can actually think of but I also mm-hmm. haven't put myself in a lot of positions where there's maybe been opportunity you know because mm-hmm. yeah. I mean I don't know if that makes sense but that's 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 the only Example okay. I can really think of, which, which like, isn't bad. Once, cool. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's good. Great. Anything else you want to add on that, real quick, or no? I think there's more I could say. More to to like a, on a softer note, you know. Like, um, but we might we might get there later. That's okay. the only that's the only extreme, like more extreme version of hate. Hate like more of a hated, unwanted feeling that I have experienced before being around people that weren't like me. Have yeah. you ever had any white friends that's racist or seem to be that way? Like growing up? Yeah. Um, my answer my was not yeah. I was saying yeah to the question, but um my answer to the question. Not that I was ever aware of. I mean, when I was growing up, I had I had white friends in the neighborhood, but none that were openly racist that I knew of. Okay. And then as an adult, any... No. The answer is no. Not okay. that I was ever aware of. Okay, I got one going to make her uncomfortable since, she's, cool. like she's, heading that, <laughs> since she's heading that way. Have you experienced white privilege? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Okay. <laughs> no. That's a good question. No, because honestly, it is a good question because I think that... Personally, probably within the last year or two, like that concept has never even been a concept in my mind okay. until it's been being talked about. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, 
I honestly, one might say I, I was in or am in denial about it, <laughs> about having any sort of white privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I, I'll, I will try to think like, I will try to think about certain examples of where I feel like I was, you know, um, favored over somebody else or something like okay. that. And honestly, I don't, I don't feel like that has ever happened, but I'm sure that it has in my life. But to answer your question, like I have a hard, like I'm still kind of in the process of figuring okay. out how it, it applies to me. I'm aware that it applies to me just naturally being who I am, but in what capacity or what specific examples it's hard for me to like. I got Have you seen it happen to anyone else that you can, I mean, not necessarily in your life, but like a friend or anybody. I mean, again, not that I would have been openly aware of, but like now <laughs> I work at a place where I see all different kinds of people yeah. and all different levels of people. And the fact, I I don't even more so think about it with, with white women as I do with white men. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do look and I'm like, I'll look at a person and I just kind of have the thought that like you, like you have no idea how... how you, you I, I have I imagine that these white men, some of them, do mm. not are not aware of the white privilege that we talk about. Okay. I'm not always aware of it either, right? I'm just I got you. I'm just I'm just kind of learning about the concept and really how it does apply to me. But specifically specifically I cannot give you an, a specific example of where I feel like I have had any sort of benefit so, given so, to me that wasn't okay, given cool. to somebody else. I'm just curious. But so, I mean, it's a good question, and I yeah. feel like it's something that I need to evaluate and become more aware of. So um, you never, you never in a workplace seen a white person get treated better than a black person or... A minority. A minority, or, mm-hmm. or, or um, just certain favoritism, as in just, just anything, like any kind of favoritism towards that race or is it that you in your mind you're just now getting to the point where you're realizing that it is a privilege so all these times you may have seen these things you was thinking nothing of it or or i may not fully have been aware of it like i may have just been aware Mm -hmm. of what my experience has been but not realizing that my experience has been different than somebody else's experience because i'm not not to say it hasn't happened but um like i'm sure i would imagine it has happened but as far as me being aware, I just don't know. Like, I would love to have more examples. You know why um, I'm laughing? Because I'm like, wow. Like, you are a perfect example of what Pastor was talking about Sunday. Wait, like, but which part? But which part? The oblivious part. Oh, for those who don't because... know, they actually go to the same church. Big Punch <laughs> oh, and uh, Fox. Yes. Fox in here. Yes, yes. Goes to the same church. Uh, yeah, so Sanctuary Village of Power. Love God, love of serve the world. You know what I'm saying? Insert. Our new sponsor. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> So the obliviousness is one thing that we, I mean, you you hear people say it all the time that, you know, certain, certain white people are, they know what it is they're saying and doing and others are just oblivious to it simply because that's how they was raised. Yeah, I get that. They don't know any difference. So in their eyes, they're not um, belittling you or they're not doing anything extra. They were just taught to like work and, or, and be that type of way. So that's the reason why they actually are. Yeah, I get you. So, so let me ask yeah. you this. So, how was how do you feel about the fact that <clears throat> you are a white girl mm-hmm. and you have pretty much been around blacks more than you have whites your whole life? So, 
how how do you feel about like racism being so the fact that you have like love for both sides and it's pure on both ends? Yeah. I know, like, never have I been more aware of the fact that I am different than the people I most closely associate with Mm -hmm. than I have, like, the past two years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With everything that's been going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, like, personally, I I feel like I don't necessarily have... I think we all have natural biases, but I just feel like... I do have a bit more understanding than maybe somebody who never interacts with people who are different than them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not to say, I think innately we do all have certain things that maybe we um, associate with certain types of people. Um, and whether it's negative or positive, I don't, I don't know. I would like to think though, I mean, I don't want to be in denial, right? I don't want to be the white person that's in denial. And I feel like <laughs> it could be perceived that I am. But typically... I mean, if you don't know, you just don't know. As I mean, far as, like, my my comfortability with people, like, I generally can get along with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Yusuf and I had talked about on Sunday that, like, certain people will try to change. And, and we talked about it in church on Sunday, too, how people will change well even in the bible how people will change when they're with one type of group of person or people but Mm -hmm. and then be different around somebody else and i and i try hard not to well i don't even try hard it just seems to come naturally that i don't do that but i definitely don't want to be the person who is one way around this type of people and another way around this type of people like i do generally just want to be myself so as far as whether i would consider or what my thoughts are for me personally as far as racism goes like I generally try I see I'm not blind and I do see color but mm-hmm. I don't generally try to um judge on the basis of make it. <laughs> yeah let my interactions be um dictated by what a person's um skin color is I guess I get it yeah I'm with it yeah. Oh, we don't make you uncomfortable enough. We need to pour another shot, uh, punch. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Anyway, oh so punch. At this point, man, I think it'd be oh good to, to even uh, go as far as explain what this, what your brother talked about or during the sermon. Okay. If you, if you can, and you can, and you can, you know, because uh, y'all mentioned it earlier, so I thought it'd be a good. Yeah, time you could that. jump in there because I'm I'm just explaining from my 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 point. So I've never heard anybody uh, break down um, racism in the light of showing people uh, what it is that like. Okay, bottom line is is people that um, aren't stereotyped uh, or aren't hit with racism are oblivious to actual racism, and then some are just flat out raised to hate another color, so they don't know any better when they do certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, saying so. It was taught to us on Sunday how to show these people, of course, in love, but show them so they will be simply aware of the things that they say and do that are, in fact, racist comments or yeah. or, or, or or certain things they may do that is actually racist. So it's like um, us calling a friend up, complaining about it, or you know, going out to have a drink just to drink the, 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 the issue away or whatever. It's not helping the situation at all because the situation is still there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's one of those things where he gave the example of, you know, saying somebody white might not understand why black people are so self-conscious when they get into a car and it's a nice car and they're on they're on a uh, certain side of town and they don't understand why we are the way we are. So he gave the example of 
let them come with you one day. Let them come with you two, three o'clock in the morning in a nice car on the wrong side of town and see how it happens. You know how if he was in the neighborhood, it would just fit just fine. But if it was one of us in the neighborhood, it's automatically suspicion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those things where, like I said, never heard of it coming from a viewpoint of showing them. Like, not having an attitude, not getting pissed off, not getting upset, not trying to buck and rebel. Yeah, yeah, but to educate them pretty yeah. much, just to let them know, and let God do the rest. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because he gave that example, and then also another example of just how it could make uh, somebody feel if, like, a white person is like, oh, he's so articulate. And you're like, I know you're not trying to hurt my feelings, or you're not trying to offend yeah, me, yes. but, I just but, but but not I just you. but not just getting like pissed off and walking yeah. away and yeah. venting about it, like Yusuf was saying to somebody else, but actually like communicating that to that person, like I know you didn't probably mean to offend me, but when you said that, this is how it made yeah. me feel yeah. because the person it could be completely un- unaware, completely yeah. unaware. I mean, it doesn't bother me. People say I had people say that before. He yeah. speaks so well. He's articulate. And, you know, all in all, um, I can say some a black guy. A lot of times, the stereotypes I see is people who don't, black people who don't talk really very well or artic- don't articulate well. Right, right. You know, um, I'm from up north, so I talk differently than people down here. Yeah. And, and uh, the thing is, is like, even when I came down here, white people and black people can tell two things. One, they say, one of the white guy's like, either you're not from here or you're very educated. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. And I've he actually said, heard that too. And he said, because you don't talk like people around here. Like, I, yeah, that's true. I'm not from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the black people, a lot of them down here who talk, I ain't going to say like, well, they, they, they just talk differently. The English is broken. Yeah, the English is broken. They, they'll broken. say something like, and this, this goes all the way from down south to up north too. It's yeah. the thing where they say, well, you talk white. Yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. Because yeah. that, to me, is self-inflicted racism. It's yeah. like, so because I talk like I have sense... I must talk like the white person. Right. That's mm-hmm. weird to me. Like, right. So what are you saying about black people? Is that right. saying that they get to sound ignorant to, yeah. you know, and to it, talk black? I hate that. Yeah. Like, talk is, black is weird. Yeah. It's the fitting everybody into one group, too, that gets yeah. me. Uh, because you could go to some parts of this country and find some white people. Who can that really, yeah. You yeah, may not understand a word that comes yeah. out. Um, yeah, and so, English. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's stereotype. just like, it is the stereotype and the fitting everybody into one group. Like, I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a yeah, fan. Yeah. Like, I very much so understand that people are individuals. And although you're a part of, a potential part of a collective, like, mm-hmm. it's, you're not... I'm not. I'm not a representative of every white person, and you guys are not a representative of every black person right, or true, every right, black true. male. Like, it's who are you as an individual? Um, you know, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? Like, right, let me get right. to know you because knowing you is different than knowing you, yeah, and right. and it doesn't. I mean, it's just like it sounds a bit cliche, but it's just so true. Like, it's the saying, it's the putting everybody in one box that really does get to me. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I'm going to go ahead and segue and bring in the major issue that I have, and it's something that uh, black people have pretty much, like you said, self-inflicted. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's the N-word, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and it's two. It's nigga, N-I-G-G-A, and nigger, E-R. You know, of course, black people use the, 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 the G-G-A um so my job consists of me picking up people all the time, and I can't tell you how many times I'll get a white person who wants to hear a song, somebody rapping, and the amount of times you hear the word nigga in the song, and they just rapping it right along, right along. It's got so much to the point where I don't even get upset when I hear them say it because they literally just going along with the song. But like we are the reasons why it's okay 
Like we've pretty yeah. much made it okay for them to be able to say that word. And I'm talking about the GGA specifically, yeah. simply because of how much we put it in our music. So it's like when a white person or a diff, uh, any kind of other ethnic, if you ain't black, when you get in my car, I immediately change the music to where I know. I have a playlist where the word <laughs> niggas never sung in any of these songs yeah. that I play for other races get when they get in my car because it's like I'm promoting it because I'm playing it in my car while you're jamming to it. Now, if you ask or request this song, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be in this car the rest of my life, so yeah. I give you that moment right then and there. But I can't tell you, like, I've had, like, some straight, like, redneck country white boys get in my car and request, like, this Kendrick Lamar song. Oh, my gosh. Like, they literally had, like, my car rocking, like, very hard, very drunk, and just rocking hard. But when they was using the I mean, they were just like crunk, and I and yeah. I'm and I'm sitting there, and that won't bother me, you know. Saying just because of how strong and forceful they was using it, yeah. And this, the ride was over. Like mm-hmm. I was just waiting for them to get out of the car. Oh, they were just sitting there. Yeah, I was sitting in the car trying to enjoy the rest of the song. Oh <laughs> Turn it off. You know, oh what saying I, I, you know, what yeah. saying I try, I tried to be like peaceful. You yeah. know, what I'm saying, and I'm like, it's just a few more seconds, but it's the whole point is that we have actually made it comfortable for them to use the word. And that's kind of, it's, it's, I, I actually had a, a, a customer like three days ago. She's in my car and I'll never understand people who like to talk on speakerphone mm. when you're in a car with a, with a stranger yeah. that yeah, we're driving. Weird. But she's calling him a nigga and it's another white boy she's talking to. What? Yes, it's, I mean, it was just like, it's it like, nigga, you ain't said, 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 said. And I was, and, and I just, I was like, wow, like, so it's literally come to this point where we could just use this. We just it's okay for y'all using y'all everyday language, but when I think about even getting upset, I, I think about why is it so comfortable for them to use it because of the it's, music it's that we put and, out. Yeah. And I bet and it was a white girl doing yeah. that to a white guy. Yeah. Like that doesn't even make any sense to me. But um, I bet if she was in my car, she wouldn't have felt as I'll comfortable be, doing it. And I think she felt comfortable using the word because she was speaking very proper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to him. And it was just that one little segment right there. And I was like, okay, you know, awkward, weird moment. Let's hold, you having a whole conversation out loud is all the way awkward already. Yeah. And then you use that and, and make it, you know what I'm saying, even more awkward. But it's like, um, how can I get upset with them when we we are, like, the root of the reason why? And, I again, GGA. Yeah, we 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 got that. I hear you, you know what saying? Because yeah. you know, you know, some folks like to get it twisted. Like, Pudge nah. is saying it's completely okay. No, no, I'm not saying it's okay at all. I'm just simply saying that we are the one that give them that much privilege and access to use that word because it's in so much of our music. Yeah, it's in so much of our music and it's in our culture. Especially if they grow up around black people, mm-hmm. they will use it. Yeah, you know. The funny thing is, I've seen Puerto Ricans use it. There's no, I saw Fat Joe use it in the interviews. Like it was no big deal. Yeah. Like that's that's a term of endearment. Yeah, it's almost like it's almost J-Lo like too, matter of fact. Yeah, it's almost like when they and I hate that this this sounds probably so biased, like it's so wrong. But it's like when they use it, it's like you, you don't even Yeah, you don't it, it, you don't feel anything. I you know, but I'm, I'm from Jersey, we, we call them Spanish niggas. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like so exactly. I mean and, and and it's like they they understand exactly what we go through. Yeah. So it's not even so like y'all the same as minorities and minorities right, you're right. It's like they don't. It's, yeah. it's like they they understand the full struggle. You know, what I'm yeah. saying of 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 just being a minority. Period. So you got this rich 
suburban white kid call say nigga on 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 the song. It, yeah, it, it feels it's, a little it's, different, it's, yeah, a lot different. Actually. Yeah, just yeah, I just had somebody over there. He requested a song from like Two Chains, and that that word was in there like seven eight times, and he was in the back just going in, and you know, it's it's just one of the things where I've had to make myself comfortable to a certain extent to like not get upset to like yeah. say something you know what I'm saying so it's yeah. it's it's a it's a struggle the only I've only had one incident where there was a three drunk white dudes got in the car and the dude you could tell he used the word ER he used nigger regularly oh. yeah regularly because he went to go say now my he's plastered he could barely his words are slurry uh-huh. and he said he he said something and he was talking to the guy and he was like yeah that nigga and he looked in the mirror and, and recognized I was saw there. Real, I saw a real <laughs> right, called his called himself. So about a minute later, he it, it almost slipped out of his mouth again. So that lets you know that. Yeah. And then he's he's super drunk. So you know what I'm saying? Drunk person speaks sober mind. So, uh, how you say? Drunk person speaks sober sober, sober mind. Sober. How you say it? Drunk lips just, speak sober thoughts. Sober thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Drunk yeah. lips speak sober thoughts. So and. When he went to go do it the second time, I just put my mirror down <laughs> and I mean mugged the shit out of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, he became sober. It was, <laughs> he, he went from plaster to talking correctly now. And the guy next to me, it's funny because the guy next to me said, "This is." he said, I apologize so much. This is so embarrassing. Like, I'm, I'm part owner of a Fortune 500 company and there's no way I can get, like, caught in anything like this like asking me not to report any of what i'm saying because if his name come up in anything that's a yeah that's a rap you know what i'm saying so he was very apologetic and it didn't you know what I'm saying it was just like that was one times i'm like dude like if you say that again it's gonna be some physicality like yeah. i'm going i'm going all the way ask god for forgiveness after whooping your ass you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> in the backseat oh, of my car that's what i was gonna say it would lead me to believe that okay again i'm trying to reflect on like i definitely don't I don't use the word now, and I'm trying to reflect on if I ever did before. Mm-hmm. And I know I never did in just casual conversation. It's quite possible I did in songs, mm-hmm. right? Like, I I liked listening to the Fugees, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. And um, and I like, you just aren't even really thinking about it until until someone brings it to your attention. And that's what it's I think is... part of the song is, to you until... Yeah, yeah. until you realize, mm-hmm. oh, wait, that could be offensive to someone. Or just, like, <laughs> maybe I don't have... Uh, like it, it leads me to believe that these people, these white kids in particular, are you know attracted to the music for whatever reason, but don't have people of color in their lives probably who are telling them why this is a, not a good idea right. and why it's not okay right. for you to do this. True, right? Um, hip hop became pop music. It's popular it, now, yeah, so it it's exceeded it the hoods, been is. exceeded the hoods. So now it's, suburban kids, or suburban white kids, are actually the uh, demographic that buys most of the hip hop music. That's on. Uh, that's factual, actually. Yeah. Wow. S- so yeah, wow. So kind of even more goes to the point of having conversation. Like why conversation is important. Like mm-hmm. it could have potentially been an opportunity for you to be like, you know, yeah. to kind of break it down because maybe nobody in his life who is of color of any sort has been able to tell him why that's not a good idea. Yeah. So I did. I mean, you know, that was a night where <clears throat> I wasn't up for like trying to educate you. It was it was like <laughs> three in the morning. Plus, you've been drinking, right? And it, it was the, I mean, the Falcons anyway. just won the AFC Championship like that you. night, so that night was bananas right. as far as like the amount of drunk yeah. people you mm. was picking up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just thought about something. This is just so awesome. So, can you, if you remember my reaction to the first time you called me a boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, oh, man. well, I do. Yeah, that's actually what I thought you were going <laughs> to. He said, "Oh man, yeah." yeah. 
I know. And right? this is my homegirl. Like, yeah. I love Fox. I didn't know. And I can't even remember what... Con- I, 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 like, again, I'm sure that I wasn't mindfully trying to talk no. down to you. Wasn't you wasn't at all. You wasn't yeah. at all. I think... I don't even remember just like... I don't remember I don't what either, I said, but I I, I'm sure I called you boy. And I haven't said it, like, since you <laughs> brought it to my attention. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, like... It wasn't like a boy, please, because I don't really say yeah, that. It was like, like boy, I don't know. Or, or maybe if I said, boy, like, do something. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I said it, you were like, oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> you were not having it. And you told me why. You were like, you said that. It's like, I don't think you would want anyone to call you boy. No. White or no. black. But no, you no. being a black man, yeah. how very degrading that could be yeah. coming from anyone, especially a white person, <laughs> to call you boy. So I remember how, I remember how, like, offended like yeah, offended yeah, you were yeah, but yeah. but again you pointing it out to me i never thought about it before mm-hmm. you pointed it out and i don't believe i've ever done it like no, said that no, word yeah. since to yeah, anybody i don't remember if you've right. done it apparently <laughs> <laughs> no yeah but that yeah. i guess that's what i guess yeah. that's making people aware yeah you which is kind of what what the whole message was going back to yeah like like showing them or having a conversation with them because people really are not aware they, i was not aware right. of all of these issues that or or these perceptions that black people have of white people until very recently yeah, you know what yeah. i'm saying and it has been like a but wait what like yeah. i was just thrown by it all you know because again it's it's black people who i've been closest to all my life but i've never known there to be so many um underlying issues yeah, as yeah. far as even how black people perceive white people you know what i'm saying yeah. and i'm not even saying it's just a percept it's like it's truth, and it is true. Yeah. Uh, but it was all brand new to me as of okay. freaking this year and yeah, last year. That's so she's so that's, around us all. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Like the soft, the more soft, like examples of of racism. Even though mm-hmm. it hasn't been super racist, I would think racism is more rooted in, in in some sort of hatred. But I could be wrong. I don't even know. Like we could look up the actual definition of racism. But mm-hmm. the more soft examples are like. When I am the only white person in a room and somebody says something about white people and they look over at me and they're like, no offense, right. but, you know, it was uh, like, wait. And I've done that to her plenty of like, times. Like, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that I was the only white woman, but thanks right. for pointing that out, yeah. you know? Or, um, like, that's that's a key example. Um, or just people, you know, talking about white privilege or talking about white people in front of me and it makes me aware because I'm not the white girl that thinks that I'm not white even if people like will tell me I'm not white Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm well aware I'm white I'm very German um there's nobody (laughs) all the lines down as far as I know there's no like other color in there but some 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 sort of white color um um so I'm not that person so I don't like I feel I'm I'm glad when people um when black people around me do feel comfortable saying the N-word, you mm-hmm. know, um, I would know that I'm not supposed to say the N-word, nor <laughs> would I even have a desire to say the N-word. But at the same time, um, when stuff like that gets said, I'm like very, when stuff like that, like no offense or, <sighs> I was so, trying to think of so another now, example, now, but where now I'm, isolating you where now I'm very aware that I'm white. Yes. Yeah. And then that's yeah. when well, I'm like. Singling out is what I'm looking for. They're singling out. So yeah. Yeah. We spoke a bunch of friends talking. Now I'm separate because I'm the white girl. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, which I'm okay. Like you said, you know, like Ash is white, blah, blah, blah. Like that's, it's not the same in this setting, but when it yeah. feels, mm-hmm. and I had to, I've had conversations about this and I had to kind of be reminded. I do know that there is like a sensitive spot for me when it comes to this topic and I, but I couldn't remember what it was because I don't really know until it happens. Okay. But um, it is it is that whole like okay if I 
associate more just through years with with black people and black culture more so like you know african-american culture as opposed to like african culture mm-hmm. um um if that's the case then when i feel rejected by the people in the culture like that's a sense of yeah, area that. for me a little bit but um but anyway, yeah, so those are just the more kind of, that's like the more softer, like where I'm aware, very mm-hmm. aware that I am not mm-hmm. black, that I am very white, and could even potentially feel bad for being so at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, gosh, I wish they would just shut up. I wish they would just change. Like, all these white people who are bad yeah. reflections, I'm like very aware of the fact that I'm white when it comes to these things. That's just funny. Yeah. That's just funny. I don't even. No matter how many times people are like, "Oh, you're my sister from another Mister," or "There ain't nothing white about you but your skin," I'm like, "No, that's enough." Apparently, I'm very white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It is what it is. I just hate that people feel like they need to be identified by their race. Yeah. What I mean by it is like, because if I'm a black guy, people automatically assume a certain things I like, certain things I don't. I don't like. If I do like these things that I'm supposed to not like, right. then it's like, but you're black, like you know. <laughs> That white guy told me he was blacker than me. Now that really pissed me off. The more I thought about it, after the fact, it pissed me off. I was at work, and it happened. And um, it, uh, it took a lot not to beat him up. See, it it, it really did. Was he saying that sarcastically? But yeah, like, he was. He he didn't. I don't. He didn't mean it as a racist statement. But I don't think he really meant it to be as offensive as I took it. There you you go, know what I'm saying? Again. Yeah, he was oblivious. And he was just saying because based off the way I talk and the way I carry myself, it wasn't like the people that he grew up around, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you've kind of said that, too, based on me and um, my best friend, how you're like, how I'm blacker than she is, just because our we were different, yeah. you know. And where she was maybe more on the, her she's from the North, black. too. Yeah. From the North. Black, so, she's blacker than her best friend. Wow. But but that was only because yeah. again I was um maybe possibly I mean it really wasn't. I think it was maybe how I talk and maybe the music that I was into yeah. or whatever she things that I was interested in. She meant culturally, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, I get it. It's just black people are sensitive when it comes to white people. A black person could probably say that to, I could probably say you said you're the whitest black guy I know and yeah. it probably wouldn't bother as much. Yeah. But now, a white person, person oh heck no, yeah, they yeah. they break, yeah. He's he's already now he's now yes. used to going on Facebook. He's with his little asking the topic. If you know his big right. post, you can see you can tell something something that happened. It's like when he posts certain things, like, okay, who done pissed him off today? Right, yeah. Yeah. I just what that's happened? my way of yeah. just so, asking a question versus then. Yeah. So I mean, ultimately, it does come down to again the communication, the people's lack, uh, and I've just kind of learned this as we, you know, because I've had my own issues and struggles with really understanding it, but through conversation, it's understanding that. It's through people's lack of uh, exposure to other people who are not like them. Other culture. That other gives media. them, like, yeah, it is what you see on TV or hear on the radio or see in the streets, um, you know, as you're carrying your everyday life. But, like, you, so that's where you're gaining your yeah. your ideas and your truths about certain people from. But um, but until you, like, but if you, like, that's what I'm saying. It, do, it would take two seconds of sitting down with someone not like true. you, mm-hmm. I feel like, but both of you would have to be open to it, you know? Yeah. Um, um, just having a conversation, you'd be like, oh, he's not like I thought he would be, right. or he's not like how I thought this whole group of people was, you know? Right. And that's just yeah. what's not happening is um, is too too much, is the people talking to people that are not like them. What pisses me off about that whole thing is, and I agree with you, everything you said, it's like you just can't let any one person be a representative of any race. Yeah, That's it's true. just applying you know, like two sense of understanding at how yeah. illogical that is. You it know doesn't what make I mean? Any sense. Yeah. yeah. I know white people, and they're very different. You're very different than white people I know. 
Yeah. You know, I got some that's similar to you and some that's not. I got the white people who who really seem like they're black. You seem like a white girl who's really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hands down. I'm okay. right. You don't, you don't seem like a white girl who just thinks she's black or, yeah. you know. You right. don't, you Those don't are the like... ones that's irritating to me. It's <laughs> like, you know, you, you're trying to be something yeah. <clears throat> that you don't understand our culture. You may understand the culture, but you can never understand where we come from because you don't come from that. Yeah. And my thing is, not trying to be funny, but why would you want to come from struggle? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I, I see, that's one thing. Like, I would need uh, somebody who was uh, born with a silver spoon in their mouth to understand, to help me understand why would they want to take all that 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 they was born with and want to, like, be like somebody who had a struggle coming up. Like, help me understand why you want this, why you want to come from this when we trying to get to where you was born, I think born I, with. I think I have a p- p- possible answer. Mm-hmm. Only because... I don't think they really want the struggle. I think they want the culture that talks about that struggle. I don't think they oh, want yeah. that struggle. They at don't all. want the struggle. They don't uh-huh. want the struggle. Like, like you know, especially when hip hop got big, that made it so cool to be black. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily ethnically, but culturally. Right. Like we had new music. We had cool music. We was trendsetters. We was had our own slang. So people want that part of it, but. They, they don't, don't actually want, want the struggle. No, that they comes don't want the struggle. No, nah, not at all. We're not not realizing that the music comes from a struggle. Yeah, struggle. Like crack that, crack yeah. addiction in the eighties right. and like. You know stuff like the stuff we were seeing, you know, game, but you know all that stuff right. influenced the music. But they don't want, they don't really want that. They want the appearance and they want that culture. Right. So that so that leads me to to even so we this is we in Atlanta and Irma pushed a lot of people from Florida into Atlanta, and like for the past seven days, I have been seeing Confederate flags like I have never seen before in my life. <laughs> The the difference is I'm seeing Confederate flags in the wrong neighborhoods on the wrong side of town. This is the South, so you have Confederate flags all over, but they're in the outskirts. Like I'm on Old National, and the dude is riding with the huge Confederate flag hanging off the truck. <laughs> and I'm like, Old National's the hood, yo. Buddy. Johnny Black like, area is the hood. <laughs> okay. So the 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 thing. Okay, so yesterday I, I was telling Step about this earlier today. Yesterday, um. It, it, it more so speaks to the obliviousness that these people were just raised, um, you know, to, to represent that flag. And me and Steph was talking about it earlier. And, of course, we do know that the flag does not represent racism. That was not the origin intent of the Confederate flag. We do know that. However, that is what it has been a representation of since we can remember. Yeah. So, majority of the times when people... Not all, but when most people are representing the Confederate flag, is not the show of the states. It's because they represent racism. So, of course, naturally in the South, um, within the past seven days, I'm seeing a lot of Confederate flags in wrong neighborhoods. And it's, it was funny because I'm hearing black people say what you would normally hear white people saying when we walk in a room or walk in a setting. And it's to the point where, you know, one black dude's like, go, go slap that hat off, you know what I'm saying, that crack up the head, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like, you know, it's, and these are comments that w- we would normally hear, we walk to the wrong side of town, Yeah. and the yeah. sad part about it is, is the the, the one white guy uh, yesterday, like, it, it, he was just, his full concern was everything he lost, I heard him talking to the lady at the register, and that was his only concern, like, and I'm looking like, looking at these black folks, me mugging him, so it's like, I understand both sides of the fence, I understand why they, 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 they are grilling you right now, because you fully Confederate flag down between the hat, the the the, the uh, overalls, everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you in you in all, all black side of town. But 
I'm feeling for him because it's like he's not aware of what yeah. what he has on is is how it's offending other people right now. Only thing he's concerned about is is his house still standing when he get back to Florida. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was like one of the things where like it makes me understand even more how if you could just make them aware of what it is that they do is offensive. Like some of them actually, you know, might might just look at it like, oh, I did not know. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I'm still gonna represent what I'm represent, but I know when I go on the side of town, I'm not gonna wear that. Well, it's the same thing as like if you if you're in LA, I won't say Atlanta because we don't have. I don't think we have like real real gangs here, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> If you go to certain parts of L.A. We do. Okay, if you go to certain we parts do. of L.A., the ones I'm coming to, they weren't real games. like four people. You know right. what I'm saying? But, uh, no, and we, I know in, really in the do. early 90s, they had the Bloods and the Crips and all this other stuff, but it uh-huh. wasn't like the real ones you've seen. Like, it like, wasn't as active. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying right, to say. Yeah, right. I'm sure we have real games. I'm just saying it wasn't. The I ones you. I encountered, they weren't. They just they yeah, want to be part of it. I got both. you. I got you. Either way it goes. Like, if you're in L.A., in certain parts, you know... Not to wear blue, except yeah. watch you know not to wear red, mm-hmm. and not that red is an offensive color to you, mm-hmm. but you just know where you are. It's called knowing you surround. Right. Is that fair? Probably not. No, but if you want to live, <laughs> it's wisdom. It's wisdom, exactly. So right. I, I look at that the same way. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Like just the Confederate flag, just you know, or just show just show feelings on just. It, I actually saw it get flipped to where white people are kind of like being antagonized by black folks because they're from here in a completely different state and the only thing they got on their mind is what do I have left when I go back home but they're getting grilled uh, harassed mean mugged by black people now because they're on the wrong sides of town like I I, I felt like it was one of those the shoes on the other foot now Mm -hmm. do do you Uh, have anything (laughs) I'm just listening. Um, I mean, for me, I guess it, it would a little bit make sense, especially if you have issues with white people, that that's the very first thing you see is this flag, and that automatically puts a red flag up in, in your mind, let alone if the person's, like, completely decked out in yeah. what he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense to me. But, mm-hmm. again, it's uh, just applying maybe a little bit of understanding, which right. is where your perspective was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we don't often take the time to do sometimes. We just jump to the defensive. You know, we as people, we just we get defensive really quickly <clears throat> or yeah. in defense mode when um, maybe it's just sometimes if we just apply a little bit of understanding. And I probably would have, and it's because I, I know there's a lot of times where I've had uh, like racist remarks said to me and like I didn't catch it right then and there, but it's like a later on, maybe a few minutes later, I'm not around him. I catch it, and that right there will send me into the wrong place because mm. I don't, I wouldn't know how to. Like I, I feel like in the midst of the times this happened, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just was oblivious to the comment because it was. It, I think God was setting it up to where I didn't need to hear that comment yeah. because of how I would have reacted. I think it's what my <clears throat> issue was always having to, um, like, and I'm basically talking about in a work setting where I always have to go back to work around this person again. And is it, how am I going to respond the next time a comment comes? Now, honestly, up until like last Sunday, my responses were always yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? A matter of fact, you going to understand what, what the hell you just said was completely disrespectful and don't ever come across me like that again. But it's, it's forceful. It's not in a, it's not, it wasn't in the way of, let me help you understand how that was 
uh, offensive. It was like it was offensive, and tried again is going to be some issues. So it's like um, I, I lost several jobs like that. Oh my gosh, I lost a lot of jobs because it just uh, you know I'm I'm anti corporate, and <laughs> people don't know that already. <clears throat> and 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 it's it's always the corporate white folks that are the most oblivious that I've experienced because I worked in corporate America for 20 years. So it's like, you know, they, they make certain comments and, you know, I, I've been in management. I've seen a white boy come in three months after I've been there three years and he came in making $2 more then got a raise under the table three months later and I've been struggling to get a raise for a year and a half. Wow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's one of them things where it's not knowing how to handle that properly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, all, all three of us are believers. So it's like, you know, you have to handle it in the proper way to where even though it's, it's hitting you real ugly, God's still getting the glory. But it's like, dag, to have to have the sting of being stereotyped, racially profiled. Mm-hmm. And because of all that, even though I'm 10 times better than the person you hired, you yeah. still won't give me what I deserve. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a lot of, it's a lot that, you know what I'm saying, you have to, you have to deal with. And meanwhile, like, no, that's extremely messed up. But meanwhile, that dude who, who came in making $2 more and got the raise three months later, they weren't, they didn't know that you hadn't been get, getting that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, right. like, they had no idea. And I guess that that's the white privilege part is that you're just not yeah. even aware. But you're thinking, oh, wow, I came in here, I'm like, as the white guy, uh-huh. I came in here, I'm doing, you know, I'm, yeah. I guess I'm trying hard to do a great job, and uh-huh. they're recognizing it. And, and, I'm not even, it. and I'm just yeah. assuming that the same is happening for everyone else, not realizing that, no, it's far yeah. from happening from every, for everyone else. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's ugly, you know what I'm saying? And, and this, I've had a, like I said, I've lost plenty of jobs. Uh, I, as I got older, I learned that I needed to keep a steady paycheck, so I, I had to learn how to humble myself and just not respond to certain things just because I didn't know how to respond. So I figured just keep my mouth shut and don't say anything. But then I realized keeping my mouth shut was making things worse because they don't know. So they just anteing up the comments, you know, and, 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 and now, now you looking like, uh, just a, a, just a little dumb black boy who just don't, who oblivious to all comments and stuff. That's, yeah. that's, you know saying? That's been taken. I mean, it's, 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 it's one of the things like, I'm curious. Have I, I? I've never met a white person that, when they go on a job, if a, if a, if another white person is scared of them, your job is automatically a target. Like I've been targets of my job just because of how I look, and where if I if I if I speak how I feel. Okay, I used to work for Ted Turner. He used to be one of his personal chefs. He brought a guy in that was over us, um, and uh, dude was a cokehead. You know what I'm saying? And we actually knew it. We trained him. To, 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 to be someone else at another store, and they wind up putting him where we were. So long story short is, he asked me one day, how was he doing? And this is before I had a curve on my mouth, and I told him, I was like, do you want my honest opinion? He was like, absolutely sure. Yusuf, I definitely want your opinion. That's your impression of a white guy? No, that's yeah. just how he talks. That's kind of racist right there. It's like, sure, I want to know your hardcore feelings. And I was like, all right. I was like, man, you like you. I said, you really suck. You know, you're not doing a good job at all. I was like, the past three weeks, we have crashed and burned on Friday and Saturday nights because you are trying to have it your way. And you are the one that's going against the grain in the whole kitchen, Mm -hmm. which is why we are suffering. I said, if you can allow me to show you like we did when we was training, just watch us tonight. Watch us tonight and let such and such be in the window. 
he he turned red. He was red after I said you're really not doing a good job at all. He was red from that point on. But he still let me he still let me do that that one night. So me proving to him that I was right was thinking that he would get over being upset and just like okay because we we were successful the whole the whole weekend because he stayed out of the kitchen. I became a target. So he did the smile on my face and you know I was two minutes late. Uh, a week later, I got rolled up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he just came to work one day. He just sent me home just because he just felt like sending me home. And then this is what he really hated. When I, when a black man knows laws, work laws, uh, Georgia laws, or yeah. whatever kind of law, it infuriates certain white people because they don't expect you to know the law. So he told me I had to go home. I was like, okay, well, I'm expecting at least four hours on my check next week. He was like, why do you figure that? I said, because the Georgia law is if I'm on a schedule to work and I'm on schedule to work eight hours, which I am, you send me home for whatever reason, You by law, you have to pay me for four of them hours. Mm-hmm. So he was infuriated. I mean, I mean, he was. Yeah. So I already knew what was going to happen. So I went in and put my, I put a month's notice in. I put a month's notice in because... When I came to work the next day, he, he he sent me home again for being five minutes late. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I put a notice in a month, but I had corporate and everybody trying to get me to stay. So it was one of those things where it's like, I ain't want to leave. That money was gold, and I had an awesome time in my life. But it's like, you know, it's me or this white boy, and y'all going to choose him. And, and he's pushed every button that he can, and I know it's going to be physical the next step. So yeah. I told him, I'm like, I have to go. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know how... God says, no, he will vindicate you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't see the vindication, but I heard about it. He wound up getting strung out on crack at work. Yeah. He was literally coming to work high wow. as a kite. They wind up putting him in a, uh, in a, in a, in a, uh, a yeah, rehab. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? He wound up, the store wound up crashing and burning. They had to shut it down for a minute because he was stealing money wow. to control his habit. habit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw like the proprietor, like, uh, like a year later, he was extremely apologetic because he was like, we should have let him go right then and there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of the things where I, I listened to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was like, you know, you know, you need to leave. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, if you didn't tell me to leave, I was leaving anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? But that's one of the things where it's just, it's, it's a, a live and learn lesson. You. you know what I'm saying? And everything. All right. Before we move forward, I want to get back on that, um, the Confederate flag thing real quick. Okay. Because I know we talked about it, but I want to make sure um, we cover it a little bit more. Because I do know people who wear the white, the uh, Confederate flag. Okay. You know, they're all white people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they are. <laughs> they're all white people. And, I, and I'm, I'm saying that to make a point because a lot of times, a lot of them, I mean, yeah, black people tend to see it as racist when they wear the Confederate flag. I don't particularly take that, but I do feel some kind of way. If I'm, in, if I'm the only black guy around, everybody walking and rocking Confederate flags, it does make you feel uneasy. It makes right. you feel like you're in a room full of white supremacists. That's what it, that's what it makes because like, that's what the flag represents to us a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But I will say that every white person I know, unless they feel secretly differently about black people, they're not racist. Uh, to them, they, they associate that flag as a part of their heritage, their southern culture. Right. And I get that. You know, um, it's like you know, to each his own. That but of course you still have to understand where you are. Right. So I don't have a problem with them wearing it. Um, but I will say. It's weird because it's a part of Southern culture, right? Black people are part of Southern culture as well, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't... I've, I've been in Georgia for 24 years. That's the South. I've never seen a black person rock a Confederate flag. Pastor Troy, the only one. 
That's the only person I know. Well, he, and he so was, I don't he, even know. But Pastor Troy, he's a rapper. Yeah. I know him. I'm saying I don't. I know of him. I don't know him. But no, okay. he did it on purpose. He actually his whole video was kind of like letting it was his whole video was slapping the face to people that used the Confederate flag to represent racism. So yeah. the whole video he had a whole bunch of black folks wearing a Confederate flag like a gang flag and stuff like that and it was kind of like to piss them off. So yeah. That was the whole video. I'm sure it did. Yeah, oh it did. It, it raised, they tried to ban the song from America. Not all 50 wow. states. Yeah. Georgia tried their hardest to ban the song. Well, but. isn't the reason not for the banning of the song but the flag and why why it's white people you see wearing it and not black because because white people seemingly the ones who represent it want things to go back to how things used to be and that's why it's it could be I don't know I, 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 I think never, that's exactly why they were that pissed off because yeah. that's something that you're not supposed to touch like yeah. that doesn't belong to you it's almost like a black person putting on a KKK hood yeah I get it you know what I'm saying like that doesn't that, that's not where you come from you don't that's not your culture well or yeah or well why it's so easily associated with racists is because the Confederate represents a time of slavery, yeah, I right? Get, I get what yeah, you're yeah, yeah. So, like, that's why it automatically. So, like, even if it represents a white person's heritage or Southern people's heritage, why do you want to? Yeah. Wh- oh, sorry. Yeah. Or I mean, like you said, Southern yeah. heritage in general. But it's more typically when white people were at, you know, had some, yeah, yeah, seemingly some level of superiority over everyone else, and they want to get back to that. It would seem. Yeah, that's that's why it's offensive to a lot of black people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I mean, exactly that is why. bottom yeah. line. Yeah. 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 And I think I think I mean I can't speak for why every white person wears it, but I can say just based on this conversation, and just based on personal conversation with other people, that some of us just ignorance. Yeah. Like you know, if you if you come up in a situation, or, or just going across the board, mm-hmm. you know, there's non Christians who wear crosses because that's what they see as hip, as dope. People rock it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with people rocking them, them unks on their ear, you yeah, know? Yeah. They don't even know what it means, but they rock because right. it's, it's trendy. Yep. So I think for some of them, it's just an ignorant fashion statement. I'm, I'm not saying for all of them, right. but I will say I agree with you on that, and I think the South, a lot of times, culturally has a hard time letting go of those days. Mm-hmm. And it's like me and Pudge were talking about it earlier. It's like, you know, not that North is better than South because racism exists up there, too. I've experienced racism up there. I've mm-hmm. experienced it down here. It's just done differently. I think yeah. it's done a little bit more sneakier up there. Yeah, yeah it's kind of um, open down here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the difference is, is like the South holds on to the Confederate War. Like they re- they constantly do reenactments in this part of their culture. That's the weirdest thing to me. It's like not to mention that they lost, but it's like <laughs> did he throw that out there? My point is, okay, fine. You know, and I'm in Atlanta, and I might yeah. being that y'all are not from Atlanta, I might I, I would probably get beat up for the statement. But the point is. We all saw the Super Bowl, right? Uh huh. You had the Falcons, yeah, and you the had Patriots. the Patriots. Uh-huh. Patriots spanked them, right? Right. But you don't see the Falcons reenacting that game. <laughs> Consistently reenacting it. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's the general analogy. Exactly. Yeah. They want to forget that rap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the point. It's like okay, if we're moving on past this, why do we keep on reenacting the same thing, perpetuating that same mindset? You know what I'm saying? That's the way because I look at it. Because there was some glory in it before they lost. There, yeah. There was some power in it, and you know, power. And the wrong hands can be a, a, a strong disease. That's very parallel to the Super Bowl because it was so power in the Falcons. Falcons killed him in the first. <laughs> either way, either way, I hear what you're saying, but it just that just doesn't help. That's doesn't, what I'm trying to say. It, 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 and things need to change. I'm not advocating for a flag. Here. I'm just this is just me talking. Period. It's like right. 
you don't want to if, if that's the right way we used to think why you know i don't want to perpetuate anything that if it's something i used to think it was wrong i'm not gonna perpetuate that right. Mm -hmm. right. it's like when you, you find out certain things representing something differently like well i can't rock that no more i don't want right. to represent this you know yeah, it's anything yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the same thing needs to be approached when it comes to those type of things. You know, white people that rock those things need to understand why it's offensive. Not, mm -hmm. but no one's trying to infringe on your rights or what you want. But it's like a lot of times, it's offensive. Right. Like that that flag, rep, you know, represented the the, the 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 support of slavery, mm -hmm. and then white supremacists make it a, a form of a their symbol. You yeah. know, and then like you said, it represents you wanting things to go back, make you know, back to the way they were. They don't have much else to hold on to as far as heritage goes. <laughs> I think honestly that might be some of it too. But well, they hold on to their sweet tea and stuff like that. But oh, is, it's that, like, a, but is that a white thing? I don't know. No, I'm talking about South Southern, South in southern general. Thing? Yeah, yeah, okay. No, it's not a white thing. Some I mean, things are southern, some things are white southern and black southern are different in some areas. But I will say the South definitely holds on to a lot of heritage. That's a very important thing to them when yeah. it comes to um, the way southern people live what they do, what they, how they talk, what they eat. Hence you know. the issues with tearing down statues and such. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They don't like change. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what it boils down to. And they feel, well, and some people feel like if this happens, then that means in their minds they've lost power or something like. Or they've lost history. Like the history yeah. never happened. And, and it's like, I mean, that history is history. Like it's yeah. never going away. You can never like erase what happened back True. then. It's just now, like, this is a new day and age. I mean, the 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 fact that within, I would say, the past three years, the fact that racism has escalated the way it has, it's like really nothing has changed. Like the 20, 21st century of racism because how is it that in 2016, 2017, you can, like, have cops openly killing black men in public, around people, on camera, yeah. And like no nobody's getting certain people getting arrested, charged, then later dismissed or case the charges drop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how is this still happening in like twenty fourteen, fifteen, it's, sixteen, it's seventeen? It's, it's when this is the when this is like all the way back from yeah. yeah. So it's like it, it I mean, me, you know, I like to deal with things origin wise, root wise. If you know, me personally, the slavery, the, the curse in the earth is still there. Which okay. is the reason why, no matter where you go, certain things happen in certain places. Um, we was taught by um, we was taught like what uh, ten years ago um, that right there on Peachtree and Marietta Street, right at Five Points, like that was a bloody that was a, like they call that corner like a blood something massacre that happened back in the slavery days, right there on that corner, like mm. over three hundred <clears throat> black people was hung and and, and, and and murdered, massacred right there on that corner. Yeah, mm. so it's like you know, what I'm saying that it's the the it's just it's a it's a lot that you have to it's a lot that you have to intake and just deal with overall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 just it's a lot. <laughs> you know the what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. It's a lot it's a lot of tension there. And it's both ways. It's both sides. I've seen mm -hmm. racist black folks. I've seen black people say really, really nasty things about white people. And it yeah. pisses me off either way. It's not because I'm a black guy, I just think all racism is aimed at black people's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it, it really pisses me off like dang. You know, white people ain't gonna let us have nothing. Like, and dang you. <laughs> yeah, that irritates me too. Like, come on, man. Especially the the what the one main thing that irritate me is the blue eyed devil. That irritates me more than anything. That and a black person just using blue eyed devil in four hundred years as a reason to continue to be lazy and and, yeah. and procrastinate and not do what they need to do for mm -hmm. themselves. Because my thing is, if I always tell somebody, look, man, if my ancestors was able to bounce back from that, why why in twenty first century can you not? 
when they was yeah. actually dealing with slavery. Yeah, yeah. You you using that as a kickstand on why you can't get Damn what that. you think you deserve or want. So yeah. it irritates me too. You know what I'm saying? I I just I mean you know. Peace, love, and harmony. You know, that's not really according to the Bible. That's not really happening or going to yeah, happen. No, Peace, love, and harmony is not coming. You know, so in yeah. segments or spurts, but yeah. overall, the end game. <coughs> well, the end game is going to be beautiful. The end game, end end game. But like, we got prior, really, to, prior to that. All right, push. We got really back in. Yeah. <laughs> really back in, push. Really back my in. My bad. My bad. All right. So we're gonna move on a little. Did you have something else before we? Nah, I'm I'm good. I have I had thoughts along the way, but they're kind of I need to write them down as they come. No, awesome. we're good because okay. I forget them because I'm just listening and. Cool. But no, I mean, um, I did want to say a couple of things, but. Say it. Stop saying well, but. No, but now say I, I'm having trouble remembering what they are. Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll talk about something else. And if you, if you feel like it or it comes back around to it, then, then feel free to share. We're just having a conversation around the microphone, basically. <laughs> around the microphone, basically. Yes. I got you. So yes. anyway, Pudge, listen. We, we were talking about stereotypes, stereotypes earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying racism is ever justified in any form or fashion. Whether it's white, the black, black, the white, whatever. It's never justified. Right. Now, I will say, as a black person... We don't help sometimes when it when it's be per, being perpetuated, like with stereotypes. What I'm getting at is um, um, the way we're portrayed on TV. Gosh. Like you got all these shows. I don't watch any of those shows. Uh, the reality, the, the reality the shows is like, and people really think that's how black people are. Right. You know, even a white girl saying it. You know. Well, or really think that that's how life is. Like, I'll you know, we're housewives of Atlanta, and then I'll go home to visit, and people will be like, "So, have you seen any of like these people? Like, because they watch the show?" And I'm like, "No." Like, everyday people living everyday lives. It looks far different from that. The thing is, is like, it's so far from the truth with these shows, and like, even you portray, even they portray in rap songs, it's not. That's not reality. Mm -hmm. Even rappers portraying it's not reality. Right. Right. But it's like, but when people watch that stuff, that's all you see. So, you know, television media definitely will form an opinion. Even on the media, you know, there's just, I don't want to get too far, but my point is, but everybody knows media has a slant. But mm-hmm. there's actually a, a, a programming that they do on purpose to, to set certain viewpoints. It's actually right. a book that talks about it. A lot of different books talk, tell you that the media is there to put, present a slant. Right. But if you think about it, we always talk about jokingly, but like if something happened, they always find the most ignorant, dumbest, but... Like, yes, you are so right. It is like, so right. And it's not that they, that's the only person they can find. So I've seen situations where they have had in t- in articulate black people can, can talk, but they go to, they get the air on with the ignorant black person on it. Right. It's the craziest thing. So right. that makes it the norm. Like, even when you, if, if you watch TV about certain neighborhoods, like Clayton County is always on the news for um, violence and all this stuff. I lived here for 23 years. I can say I've never been a victim of, I've never been shot at, I've never been sold drugs, and never, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But you have people think as soon as they come in the county, they're going to get shot because of what right. they see on, on, the on the news. Right. I, like, right. I, I live here. I work here. All my, most of my friends are here. Like, I've never seen that. Right. And I'm not saying it don't happen, but it don't happen. That's not the only thing that happens. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's like, it's like with any neighborhood. Like, I went to Inglewood. There's no problem. Right. Inglewood to California. No no problem. I didn't get shot. I, I didn't wear, I get, maybe I had the right colors on. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> either way, I didn't see any gang activity. I didn't see anything. Yeah. But moving on, but the stereotypes, you know, I want to talk about, because I was saying about this earlier, I watched this video, this little video clip about Koreans, mm-hmm. and it's asking about black people. And then it's asking about how they feel about black people. Most of them said they, they like, you know, black people, and they see black people experience racism over in Korea. And they say, why do you think that is? They say, why do you think, you know, the people, it's like, or, or stereotypes. They say, because of the way they're portrayed on TV. 
even Koreans look at that and say that's that's why they think black people are this way because mm-hmm. of what they see on TV. That's all you ever see. Yeah. And it's not even just racism. It's like it's people from other countries who think all we're gonna do is shoot people when they come over because of all the body moves we watch in the U.S. Yeah. That's all you think. Like, oh my God, it might be a bomb in, in the building or something. Or, you know, right. you watch all these action movies and that's what they think. But but the way we portray ourselves in 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 music and the way we portray ourselves as far as TV. Black folks watch that stuff. It's weird to me. Like, how are you watching this stuff? Like, mm-hmm. I guess because it's fictionist. Because I, I, I don't see, I, out of 10 black people, I might know one of them that act like the people that you see on TV. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's never been that way. And you're probably not friends with that one. I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't I be friends with that one. I tolerate them. Yeah. Because right. they're relative, or either they're relative, or they're related to a friend <laughs> of mine. You, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. But it's not like, oh, I don't man. like being around people like that. Right. Yes. I don't. It's not that I'm up here. I just don't like being around ignorance. Whether black, white, Puerto Rican, whatever, I don't like being around right, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, you know, we don't help when you have that kind of stuff happening. Like, I'm thinking right now, times are changing. And some people say strate- strategic mm-hmm. with them perpetuating that kind of stuff. I don't know what the, uh, I guess with the rap music, they say, people, you know, it's a conspiracy to help us present that type of stuff to, to kill each other and stuff like that. And that can be true. Mm-hmm. But if you look at TV, you don't have any, like, positive, realistic black shows on. Like, you know, back in, when we came up, you had, like, the Cosby show. You had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. And, but we don't have any, like, real real shows that I can think of. Yeah, well, o- Oprah is starting to put out some good, positive good. shows on, on her the thing she's doing now. But that's the only, but she is the only person that is, like, doing it now and has been. Yeah. You know, for decades now. So it's, like, one small entity out of the whole entire network broad tv network you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. you're right it's it's normally wherever you from wherever you at you have communities and stuff that are putting things together to keep people aware uh, yeah. of stereotype you know what yeah. i'm saying keep it aware like when you had the all lives matter uh rally you had the yeah. cop the Fulton county cop yeah come, and it was interesting to get a perspective of what he dealt with with racism and mm-hmm. he's an actual yeah. cop yeah you know what i'm saying so it was that was a that was an awesome viewpoint and it's funny because um and uh, I know the other stereotype is uh, black cops who uh, racially profile other black men. You know, I've yeah. been I've been more I've been I've been harassed by more black cops than I have white cops. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's and it's mainly because it's one of those it's a power if you ask me it's a power mm-hmm. thing. Um, some of these brothers have come from bad neighborhoods. They made it out. They have a good job, and they just pretty much stereotype every black man that looks like how I look driving a nice car as somebody who's a dope boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's unfortunate and it's sad that it's like that. My anger towards I had I would have more anger towards black cops than I do white ones because at some point in time I could look at a white cop and be like, this is probably what you all you know. Yeah. So I, so I, at some point, it's me trying to understand that. It's me understanding that this all you know. You're oblivious to a lot of stuff. You say. you know for a fact you don't like me, but yeah. it's because of how you were raised. Why you don't like me? How you somebody who come from where I come from and you treat me just worse than than they do? And yeah. you weren't you weren't raised like that. But it's that that right there. You know, what I'm saying that's the that's one that to me that's been my hardest struggle dealing with black cops. That you know, what I'm saying. That uh, you know, saying they yeah. racially profile and stereotype other black, you know, saying men, and it's it's. I don't know. I can't speak for no other state, but I know I've heard it a lot here in Georgia. Yeah. About black cops racial profiling black yeah, men. Yeah, I mean, I think it happens. I think it happens just about everywhere. You know, it what probably saying? does. I'm sure. Probably, I'm sure it probably does. I just the fact that this is a southern state, 
where when I moved back here, racism was still very fresh. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't hiding at all back mm-hmm. in the late 80s. Uh, and have experienced, you know, being, you know, saying harassed by white cops and whatnot. But to just like, to just like, it's almost like if you've seen Boys in the Hood, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When the black cop pulled him out on the side of the road and just, I mean, almost had my man like crying or something. Yeah. I've had experience like that with a black cop. That's horrible. And I and my son was like, Yvari was only like three, four months old. Like, you know, I'm coming home from a grocery store. Like, I got a car full of groceries and an eight-month-old baby. So what am I doing? Like, what kind of drugs am I selling coming from a grocery store? So but I had one of them experiences, yeah. and it's just, I think it's angry black man. You know what I'm saying? I, and then some some I've heard where what the black man, what the black dude had to do to just uh, get past the racism in the police academy to become a cop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he went through his own struggle. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, when they look at us, they kind of look at us like how Africans look at black people, like, y'all not using the tools that y'all have, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to better your own selves. It's kind of like how them cops look at us, but something something changes in their mindset mm-hmm. where they become angry yeah. that we're not using, you know what I'm saying, the tools that yeah. we need to use to get out the better your life, better your education, all mm-hmm. that. Because it is sad that, you know what I'm saying, there's some truth to the ignorance of black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the truth is, if you want to, if you, I mean, they say if you want to hide something from a black person, put, put it, it in, the in the book. book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's sad and that's hurtful, but the, but the reality true. of it is, it's the truth. Right now, 2017, ask how many people can quote a rapper that's talking about nothing but ice cream and diamonds and all this other stuff, but can he read a whole full sentence correctly? Yeah. Like where the commas is, where the periods is, you know, it's an explanation like, can you express yourself in a paragraph like the way it's read? You know what I'm saying? But you can quote the most ignorant rhyme on the planet. So it's one of the things where we help ourselves look ignorant. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. And, you know, go ahead. But it is just a general, like, even that's a massive generalization, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's... There's Plenty black of black people out there whose heads are in nothing but books and wouldn't even know who the latest artist is. You know what true. I mean? And that's people true. that you're you even know. Them, I don't know anybody. I know. <laughs> I, don't know anybody. I know. Yeah, seriously. Um, so, again, it just goes back to, yes, some. And, yes, that's what a lot of people see. Mm-hmm. But it's because they haven't had an opportunity yeah. or chosen an opportunity or uh, been presented with an opportunity to see anything different. True. Sure. Right. Good, good way. To, uh, that's a good way to put that. Mm-hmm. Pudge, we we gave all the salute. We, we talked about the problems. Yeah, with the, the I mean, talk about the problems. Yeah. So we got we got to come up with some kind of. Well, solution. The solution that I had was again, like we kind of said it in the beginning. Um, make them aware. Yeah. You know, make them aware when it comes to to those who are oblivious to it. Um, to the ones who, um, know what it is that they're doing. I would just say pray. You know, I you, you know the ones who are no full fact they are deliberately saying something racist or they they they're not oblivious. Yeah. You know, I would just say pray. You know, what I'm saying I can't give no I can't give no spiritual advice other than pray because I you know I'm gonna pray for a hot second and walk away. You know, what I'm saying but if I keep yeah. you know just just pray, people. That's 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 the solution I have. You know, as far as making people and and even um. I would say, man, because there are a lot of black folks that's out there racist, too. Make them aware, too. Make them yeah. aware of how they are no better than a racist white person. You are literally exactly. in the same boat. Like, there is, you can you can put all you want on what your ancestors went through and all that, even what you have experienced and all that. At the end of the day, 
you can't judge everybody just because of their color because that's what we've had happen to us for centuries. So mm-hmm. make everybody, no matter what ethnic background they are, if it's something that's offensive, whether it's racist or not, make them aware by showing them or helping them see from your point of view. Exactly. Dang, that's a good sum yeah. up. You got a good you got a good solution? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say something. Go ahead. Say it, girl. Um well I thought it was interesting. Well, I don't know what you did with all all lives matter, what that what that was. Yeah, it's called Lives Matter. It was it was right around the time well, It was called Lives Matter or All Lives Matter. It was called Lives Matter. Okay. It was called Lives Matter because they had the All Lives Matter and it got complicated because you can't say black lives matter because now it's not like you only care about black lives. Mm-hmm. You can't say all lives matter because it's not like you're excluding the black lives. So I just said lives matter. Gotcha. <laughs> so we did, a, we did a rally and, and, a, and we did a prayer rally, lives brought everybody matter. together. And I had an officer come out there. I, I, I shared my, my concerns about the community and everything. And I gave him the mic to talk about and answer whatever questions we had and give a perspective. It was, it was a great event. We prayed about it. Yeah. And that was it. No, that is really good because it is just, it all goes back to the communication and yeah. understanding. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I was going to say, for me, it took a long time and I felt bad about it. But I think my, I felt bad about it. But it took me a long time to get on, on the Black Lives Matter thing. Because I really wasn't on it, like, at all. Because mm-hmm. to me, it was like, okay, no, this is happening. You know, like, the shootings are happening, and, yes, they're completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But what I feel like what we need to be... In my mind, I didn't see it as a, let's come together and say Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and this is why. But yeah. I saw it as... I did see it as a Black Lives... Not Black Lives only, but I think I think that there were some people who had that extreme mindset. Yeah, they did. There's a lot of people and, that had that And that's kind of where I was seeing it from more and yeah. why I felt like, especially like in the body of Christ, like how that... Like, no, this is a trick of the enemy to mm-hmm. separate us. I just of did course. not feel like it was the best um, approach, but it's because I was thinking um, along those lines, mm-hmm. not along the lines of the people who are in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, people... Black, black guys, men in particular, kids are being killed unjustly and, you know, it's not right and the, yeah. nothing's happening about it and we have to say why black lives matter. And yes, white people die at the hands of cops too, but it's happening at a much slower rate than it is. Yeah. And so anyway, yeah. I just like, so I just, initially I wasn't on it, but now I have more understanding of that side of it mm-hmm. because initially I saw it as more the divisive side. So um, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Like, as me, as a white person, that was my perception of all lives matter, or I mean, black lives matter, initially, because I was seeing it from a perspective that wasn't totally false, because Mm -hmm. like you said, there were a lot of people who were just like, like straight black power fist in the yeah, air, yeah. f they the white man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, and it's, and when I see this mindset from people who are who I know are in the body of Christ, mm-hmm. um, that's what makes it more troubling because, like, basically, basically, what we need to be doing is unifying and being on of one course. accord and not not having that mindset. Like, we can't hate each other. We can't hate our brother or our sister. And so, ultimately, what we've just kind of been reminded of recently is that, like, how God does really only see one race. And it's the human human race. race. That's all he sees. Yeah, and that's why it's so important. Like, you had pointed out, like, we're all believers. We're all believers, and that is, I guess, why it's more important to have the conversations with people, especially other believers, so that the the bridges the bridges can be gapped you know what I mean yeah, the right. gaps can be bridged and um and understanding can take place and then we can go forth more like as a unit and right. together right um and hopefully bring more people in you know like like it it was it was when it was in the the body of Christ that I just that that mindset 
um, was most, most distressing. And so anyway, um, that was my thing. It's just like, okay, no, we need to have communication. Mm -hmm. We need to have understanding. And that comes through actually talking and not just getting pissed off and walking away. And it goes for me too, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it goes for everyone. It does. It goes, it, it goes, almost, I agree with you. It's just, it's just talking, listening, and being willing to listen. Yeah. Like, understand you don't know, you know, you don't know. So, like, don't, don't think, you just assume you know something about somebody if you don't know them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it, and it is really impossible for me to understand fully from your perspective because I don't have to walk in it every day. But yeah. I can understand based on what you tell me. Right. And and it's not and and it's impossible sometimes for you to understand fully what my perspective is. And of um yeah, it's just a matter of articulating it too. That's the thing. And taking the time to do it. We just don't take the time to do right. it. So actually, this is a really good um conversation that we did have. I know I didn't input as much, and I don't. You I don't did. know. Like, you, <laughs> did. You, did you did. You did. You did. You did. Okay, good. Well, but yeah, I think this is a really good, and it's just basically a start to the conversation. And you know, yeah. we say it all the time, but it's actually a matter of okay. Well, let's let's do it. Like, let's have these conversations with people who are not like us. When you went back, when you talked about perpetuating mindsets, like it's if you're if you're only around people who are thinking the exact same thing as you yeah. then that mind that whatever that mindset is is going to be perpetuated as well and just again so why it's why it is why it is extremely valuable how you can see the value in um venturing out and just having conversations with people who are different than you and who think differently mm-hmm. than you yeah that's it she said a whole lot to say something. She said a whole lot to say that she didn't say a lot. You said a lot. <laughs> but I don't have anything right, right. I agree with everything y'all said. I just agree. You know, right. I just reiterate by saying the biggest thing is trying to really communicate and put yourself in people's shoes. Right. You know, and uh, you, you might not ever understand exactly where people come from because you, you haven't walked where they walk. But be willing to listen. Be willing to learn from each other. Yeah, um, that's good. And it's like, and when you, you know, it's like you watch these comedy shows. You know, Kevin Hart, he's a black guy short black guy some people think he's funny some people don't but when you watch his shows mm-hmm. you know you got white people in there you got black people in there you got different races in there they're all laughing no one's beefing everybody's having a good time mm-hmm. so that tells us that we have a lot in common yeah, yeah. in order to get the jokes you have to have something yeah, in common exactly. like we, you know what I'm saying so that's it's true. the same thing. even with the music we just talked about you got white kids want to say the n-word right, so right. you know what I'm saying it's like right. you know I think we have a lot more in common if we stop focusing on just race yeah, like, you know totally. it's like, I'm not saying don't embrace your heritage and your culture but I'm saying that can't be your only way you identify with people. Like, right. I'm not looking at Ashley as a white girl who came to our podcast. Right. I'm looking at a girl who came to podcast who was white. Right. You know, I don't look at you mm-hmm. as my black friend. I look at my boss as my white <laughs> boss. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. I don't ever want to be known as the black guy at work. Yeah. Like, right. how's right. it feel to be a black water plant operator? The same way it feels to be a regular plant operator. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, right. not, I'm not a black Christian. Like, it's like I, I hate, yeah. like, I don't want that to be the, the forefront. Right. Yes, I'm a black guy, but that's not, it doesn't that doesn't mean that's who I am? That's you know not, what I'm saying? It's yeah. not my personality. It's not my character. Right. You're a black comedian. You're, you're this and that. Like, if people just started looking at, of course, the conscience of people's character, but stop letting race be their only or majority of their identity, mm-hmm. you know, that's where the hindrance comes in. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's, it's it's not just in this country. It's in a lot of countries, I'm sure. However, I do I do understand that when people go overseas, it's different. They say, you know, I met a person who lived in London. They said, um. You know, racism is not an issue over there. It's classism, but it's not racism. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a friend. He he lived. He grew. He, he uh, I think his parents were military, so he um, lived in Germany. 
He said the first time he knew what race was when he came to Georgia. Mm. Wow. I'm like, that must be amazing feeling just to have those years of your life, like, where you're not even identifying anybody with race. He, he, he was confused, like, what the heck's going on with this? What's, what? So mm. stupid. Like, it didn't make sense. He was, on, wow. like, he was on the Army base. He got black friends, white friends, Chinese, whatever. And you go to this country, and now it's like, race is an issue here? Why? Like, this, we're people. Like, that's stupid to me. Either way it goes, stop perpetuating ignorance. Talk to people who are different than you, and you learn a lot in the, in the, in the broadens your horizons. Get right. out the same circles. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Um, yeah, Actually, I'm good. Okay, that's, that's a good sum up. Ashley, before we go, I thank you for showing up, yes. hanging out, So first shout out goes to Fox Cam. Yes, yes, yes. Fox Cam in the building. Your guest. Thank you for coming through. We really do appreciate you and your input and your honesty. Thank you for the opportunity and your transparency. Yes. So now it's time to do the other shout outs. Okay. So. Of course, you know you know who's number one again. Tokyo. 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 Shout out to Tokyo. Tokyo stays number hey, one. Tokyo's Tokyo. Number one. <laughs> Tokyo. We got we're gonna give you some dope facts about Tokyo pretty soon, people. But the thing is, or at least share something. It's just that uh, I want to make sure we do it when we have enough time on the show. But shout out to Tokyo for being a consistent Tokyo. number one listener. Yes. Shout out to Stone Mountain, Georgia. Shout out to Gray, Georgia. My mom down there. Listen, thank you, mom, for always tuning in. Mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, the Bronx, New York, tuned in. Kanye's tuned in. Thank you, Kanye. Hey, Shout out man. to uh, Griffin, Georgia. Uh, new Caney, Texas. That's new, new to me. That's new. New Caney, Texas. I ain't never heard of New Caney, so that's Phoenix. new. Shout out to New Caney, Texas. Texas. Uh, thank you, Phoenix, Arizona's tuned in. Thank you, Will. Much love to Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you for everything. Germany's tuned in. Thank you, Germany. back with us one more time. Thank you, Germany. Thank you to everybody that's ever listened. Everybody send a prep on our behalf. Everybody that's hit us up with comments or even questions. Shout out to anybody who questions anything and hits us up about it because I like to be, we're accountable. Right. Like, you know, we are trying to get information out there, and if we're saying stuff that's wrong, we want to be corrected too. Right. It's done in love. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for everybody who uh, holds us accountable. Um, yes. Also, if you have any topics you want to discuss, hit us up on crosstalkpodcast at gmail.com. That's crosstalk with a K. Hit us up on Facebook. Um, if there's anything you know you want to talk about again or reevaluate, hit us up. I mean, we want to hear from you. Right. you know, the show's about us giving you information and sharing information, not just about us venting. We do that all the time, as right. I always say. <laughs> we do that all the time anyway. <laughs> But thank y'all right. seriously for uh, tuning in. Also, also I gotta say this because people tend to think when we when they miss the podcast at Monday at twelve noon that they just missed the whole podcast. Uh, Listen, people, <laughs> for the third to the twenty fifth time, we love y'all. We do. If you miss a show, if you miss it now, go to Crosstop. Nothing happens. It's just there. You what, just missed it at the time. What That's can right. they do? What can they do? They can go to crosstalk.buzzsprout.com and they can listen to any. And every episode they would like to, every episode released is always on Buzzsprout.com. They can go to TuneIn, they can go to iTunes. Once we release it, it's out for anyone to listen to it. It's not like a radio broadcast where if you miss it at the 12 o'clock show, you do miss the show. No, that's when we release it. So that's the time we set so people can know to look forward to a new show. Right. If you are one of the few people I know on this planet who don't have enough data on your phone. Yes. Yes. You You get this one now. You can download any episode you want and listen to it where you don't have data. Download it when you have Wi-Fi and check us out. But again, if you miss a show on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, they are always online at uh, crosstalk.buzzsprout.com. Dot com. Com. That's it. I'm Steph Swig. This big pun. Cross talk. Radio. Peace. Peace.